0: Greetings and welcome to an Odyssey and Toritory. I'm your host, Dan Riley. Using Google's YouTube, I often listen to music from my computer. One day a month or so ago, I played a 50-song track, suggested by YouTube, labeled my mix. I'm sure many are familiar with this. What I typically find in these mixes are a 90-10 split, meaning 90% of the songs are ones I know and have played frequently. The other 10% are new to me, but songs I usually like. It is scary to experience just how precise the YouTube algorithms can be. On this day I was playing music from my computer but listening in the backyard. Interspersed in the song compilation was a voice I had never heard before. But a voice so angelic, I stopped what I was doing and said to myself out loud, who in the hell is that? I returned to my computer to find it was Eva Cassidy. The song was Fields of Gold originally written and recorded by the artist Sting. Although he is not a favorite of mine, I heard Sting's music over the years, but I had no memory of ever hearing that song. At the same time, I found it odd that I had never heard of Eva Cassidy. I made a mental note to download more of her music. Weeks later, I learned a lot more about Eva Cassidy and was moved by her story. She was born in February of 1963, a guitarist, a singer with a soprano voice who performed mainly in the Washington, DC, Virginia area. She was also a hiker and a painter of murals on the walls of elementary schools. She loved her job tending the flowers, plants, and trees at the local landscape nursery. As a performer, she suffered from anxiety. She was shy. Her boyfriend and bandmate claimed she seemed to like those nights when it was empty and dead. Of course, meaning hardly anyone was in the audience. The New York Times wrote her silken soprano voice, with a wide and seemingly effortless range, unerring pitch, and a gift for phrasing that, at times, was heart-stoppingly eloquent. It is amazing how many signature songs of other artists she had the confidence to perform and record. Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Bridge Over Troubled Water, and Fields of Gold are but a few. Sting was quoted as saying there was something about her voice, a quality, that you really can't put into words, It was a magical quality. Someone reported that Sting was brought to tears when he heard her rendition of his song, Fields of Gold. Mick Fleetwood, who had seen her perform several times, claimed she was a master interpreter of song. On a few occasions, she was remarkably close to closing a record deal, but never signed one. She could sing almost anything, folk, blues, pop, jazz, R&B, and gospel but record companies wanted her to narrow her focus to one genre and made other suggestions regarding her image. Eva declined. She was going to sing those songs she wanted to sing and the way she wanted to sing them. When Eva was 30 years old, she had a malignant mole removed from her back. Three years later, she began experiencing debilitating pain in her hip, so much so she walked with a cane. She attributed the pain to climbing up and down the scaffolds while painting murals. Finally, after going to the doctor, tests revealed she suffered from a fractured hip. Further tests showed the cancer had returned, this time to her bone marrow and lungs. Although undergoing aggressive chemotherapy, the advancing cancer could not be arrested. Eva Cassidy died in November of 1996. She was 33 years old. What turned out to be six weeks before Eva's death She gave her last live performance. Using a walker, she entered the bayou at Georgetown and sang one last song. What a wonderful world. Indeed it is. The recordings Eva made at her local club, the Blues Alley, floated around contemporaneous with her life. But it was two years after her death, when a popular British radio program began playing her music, that she gained international fame. From that time on, with word of mouth, fan clubs, burgeoning online commerce, Eva Cassidy placed fifth in Amazon's 2005 release of its top 25 best-selling musicians, only behind The Beatles, U2, Nora Jones, and Diana Krall. At this moment in time, her album sales exceed $10 million. While some may see tragedy in her promising life being taken so young, Eva's story is also an inspiring one. She lived with integrity. She used her God-given gifts and talents in the service of others. And today, almost 25 years after her death, she is still enriching the lives of many with her beautiful music. Eva Cassidy fought the good fight. She kept the faith and she finished the race before merging back into the mystery. As speakers, if a story moves us, we need to make it our own. To persuade an audience is to touch an audience. When I say touch, one could substitute moved, inspired, etc. Words can't totally capture this elusive, ineffable, and ethereal quality we are attempting to define here, but we all know it when we feel it. Audiences are always persuaded more by the depth of passion, conviction, and inspiration than by the height of logic, more by the speaker's enthusiasm than by any intellectual argument being advanced. Not everyone will be touched by the same story and certainly not to the same degree, but every audience will be moved by the mere fact that the speaker is moved. Look at the most popular sportscasters around the country. Fans tune into them not just to watch their team, they want to experience the sportscaster watching their sport or team. Audiences tune into speakers not just to learn. They want to be invited into the speaker's world. Let them in. For my part, that's all there is. Today's journey has ended. This is Dan Riley taking you on an Odyssey into Oratory. Until next time, throw up those bow lines. We're on the moon now.